0: Now let's turn our attention right back here to these consumers, the consumer discretionary sector as a whole, because we know the pandemic impacted the group greatly. Now we want to look for these opportunities. And what do investors really need to consider here in the near term for the long term? John Trainer, Executive Vice President, Chief Investment Officer, People's United Advisors. Thanks for being here with us. So we look at the consumer discretionary sector. And I know it's ever-changing over the decades. Where do we stand now?
1: You know, we, we've seen, as you just said, a tremendous acceleration in the changes that were probably already in place with the retailers. And, and we almost divide them up into two groups. You've got the boutique retailers that are really doing something unique where you, you need to shop at that store, you need to go and seek them out. And it, it could be a, a service or, or a product. And then you've got the behemoths, the giant stores that just bring tremendous price and value to consumers. And and we're seeing the market, that bifurcation is just increasing uh, as we move through the pandemic and into what we think is going to be a very good retail environment uh, for the coming year.
0: Okay, so when you talk about the unique boutiques and then the behemoths. So let's separate them and maybe even name some names, so we can understand where the strength really will be. I mean, are there ones that you would really consider putting in your portfolio, while others you would really stay away from?
1: Well, I'd say start with the the easy ones, the behemoths uh, that we've owned for a while. You know, the Home Depots of the world, uh, the uh, the Amazons of the world. I mean, they they certainly have brought value to clients, and we think they're going to continue being very very strong. So. We want to own them, we have them in our model portfolio, we own them now and we're going to continue owning them because we just think there's tremendous, tremendous momentum, tremendous momentum in their business model and we see that continuing. So the behemoths, you, you want to stay with them. On the boutique side, again, what we're looking for are those companies that can add value through either a unique product niche or, or a service niche I mean, one of the uh, one of the interesting little uh, uh, plays on c- the consumer that we've got that we own is booking Holdings again that's a, a company that's doing very very well they're gonna they're gonna benefit as consumers emerge and they start to travel even more so you know that's a that's a, a company that uh, we, we see consume, yeah, doing very very well as we move forward
0: right so you're talking about things that are, are a little sort of unique or uh, or a niche of some sort um, So Amazon and Home Depot, do those continue to grow and continue to take market share from others? That's my first question. And then for the unusual smaller plays, I mean, I start to think about the mall retailers. I think about something like Peloton that really just has a hot product.
1: Sure. Sure, you know, uh, well, answer your first question. Uh, we see Amazon continuing to do well. I know there were some questions, gee, did they just benefit tremendously from the pandemic and people are not going to be uh, shopping online as much as they were. We think there's been a dramatic shift uh, that the comfort level that client, people have, we, I have in shopping online increased dramatically. So Amazon will continue taking share. If you take a look at a at, at Peloton that you mentioned, again, you know, people are saying, this, this was a pretty good experience. The whole work from home, I can now, I can now be active at home. So we see that continuing, that there's been a shift. And really it was that acceleration in the work from home environment that we see the right retailers taking advantage of this. I mean, every retailer out there has to understand your business model has changed. Not that it will change, it has changed. And how are you taking advantage of that? I mean, I, I see, uh, you know, local retailers uh, on, uh, on Main Street here in, in Connecticut and restaurants, they realize we, we never knew we had a takeout business. They're going to maintain that. So where your, your, your business model has changed and you want to take advantage of those changes, no matter what, what sector you went you're in.
0: Where's the struggle? There must be a part of the sector that is really facing some real challenges at this point. Well, what would it, that be?
1: Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. But if you're in that, that, that big, wide swath between the boutique and between the behemoth, which is really that mall-based retailer, yeah. uh, we haven't owned them for some time. And unfortunately, we see, we see their death spiral uh, actually in, accelerating. I mean, I, I can see it here with the uh, the malls in Connecticut. You know, some of them have yeah. actually uh, applied for zoning changes where they could become, you know, uh, uh, senior living, uh, assisted living centers rather. Oh boy! Than, uh, stores. So,
0: John, I think we should leave it there. I mean, you're telling the real story. Those are real stories of the struggle for some of these retailers and others during this pandemic. John Trainer great conversation thank you very much executive vice thank president you. chief investment officer people's united advisors thanks